the virtual virtue of vertigo. If you've ever had it, you know you don't want it. For those who say they've never had it, vertigo that is, odds are you have. And you made it happen on purpose, and maybe, just maybe, you still sometimes kind of want to. And round she goes. Where she'll stop, nobody knows. And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the stark raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com. A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... As I'm recording this, I'm experiencing vertigo. Mild case today. Definitely not as bad as yesterday when I found myself crawling on my hands and knees just to do my work. Because the closer I was to the ground, I knew the safer I was if I fell. Anybody out there listening who's ever had vertigo? Anybody out there? Yep, I see your head nodding. Obviously, if your head is nodding, you don't have a case of it right now, or else you'd know better than to nod your head or move it at all. Today and recently, mine has been sinus and ear related, BPPV as they call it, aka benign paroxysmal positional vertigo. Benign? Well, that's nice to know that it's benign and not gonna kill me, but for anyone out there who's had it so bad that you struggle to find a position where the world turns less violently and you just struggle to hang on and not get thrown off the planet? Yeah, that's what it can feel like? Well, for you, then you know that the word benign offers very little comfort. Because you don't want to die, but you don't want to live like this. Anyway, for those who've never experienced it, let me take you back to yesteryear. Childhood in the neighborhood. When you'd be out on a sunny day in the yard, on the grass, You'd look up to the sun, arms out wide to opposite sides, and you'd spin around and around and around till you got dizzy and fell down. Then, as soon as you could, or someone else dared you to, you'd get back up, do it all over again. <laughs> like I tell my clients, after a good exercise set, but not their last best set, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, 
and start it all over again. <laughs> Anyways, once we stopped being kids, we became adults who acted like kids. And we would get dared into a game of spin the baseball bat. Ever seen or been seen doing this? You put your forehead on one end of a baseball bat and the other end perpendicularly placed on the ground. And then you hold on to the bat with one hand and the other hand flailing out to the side like a rodeo cowboy on an eight-second bull ride. And you tiny step around the bat in a tight circle until told to stop. Then you stand up straight and let the bat fall to the ground. Because the bat is smarter than you. It knows it can't go anywhere. But you, no, you try to run in a straight line while the world feels like it's moving ziggedly zaggedly to throw you down. And usually, the Earth and its gravity win. So why do we do this? Why do we deliberately do something we know is so unsafe and undesirable? We don't want to die, but we sure don't want to live with feeling like that. Whether it's yard spinning, baseball bat encircling, or drug and intoxicant experimenting. Well, is it so undesirable? Or is it only undesirable when it's done to us, not through us and our own free will? Is that what we've convinced ourselves of? Yeah, that damn vertigo, it sucks, and it's not fair. But that whole hangover thing? Well, I'm not making any guarantees on it never happening again. I remember a quote from Dennis Miller in what he used to call his rants about the human tendency to want to alter our consciousness so much so that you could take away all the drugs and all the intoxicants and even adults would eventually, desperately, revert back to going out into the yard and stare up at the sky, spinning round and round until they fell down and swore that they saw God. Submitted for your approval. Self-inflicted vertigo, for the sake of selfish entertainment. <laughs> but the good news is, it won't last. And it's not real. And maybe that's why we do it. We chase after that which is not real, knowing, or at least believing, that the outcome, the consequences of chosen actions, won't last. But sometimes they do. Sometimes it's not the dizziness that lasts. It's the result of the impact that what's really real that is the truly virtuous thing. It's finding yourself on your hands and knees in order to just function because we fear that to dare go any higher may risk a fall that we feel we cannot afford. And for me, that is the virtual virtue of my vertigo. See, I've had cases so damn bad once I was ambulanced all the way to the ER. Made it through. But I so sincerely valued that I no longer felt out of control that I had no desire to risk that again. Trust me, there was zero desire for either Smirnoff nor spinning in the yard. Once that damn dizziness was all gone, thus for me, this is the virtue in vertigo. See, the definition of something that is virtuous is this, that a virtue equals a good or useful quality of a thing. But the definition of virtual is something that's just not the real thing, but made to appear strikingly and convincingly real to you. My world wasn't really spinning, but through my suffering, it may as well have been. Except for one thing. So far, it has always ended. Never lasted longer than I could handle. Even now, when it is probably more inconvenient than at any other time in my life, just ask my wife. 
But that's the thing about some things being a virtual virtue versus my virtuous vertigo. Ask ourselves in our self-induced dizzy spells, is this real? Is it any more real than that God we saw when we spun in the yard, ashes, ashes, all fall down? Or is it a virtual reality meant to convince us that it's true when really, like virtual reality, it has convinced our senses of its reality, but in reality, it has no reality beyond our senses. Are we still as humans just trying to create a universe and a reality of our own making within our own minds because we're attempting to disconnect from real reality? Perhaps that's the virtue of vertigo. No matter how I try to deny its impact on me, unless I stay close to the ground, I'm at great risk of falling down, hurting myself, maybe others. When our world seems to be spinning, immediately drop down and stay grounded. Remember the definitions of virtue and virtually. Virtue equals a good or useful quality of a thing, but virtually equals not physically existing as such, but made through some method to appear to do so. Almost or nearly as described, but not completely or according to the real and strict definition. Here's the point, y'all. Deliberately altered states of consciousness convince us of their reality, and when we're in them, we can't tell the difference, so we take stock in that state. But it's no more real than my feeling like the world is a bucking bronco bull named Dynamo trying to spin me off its back. It's not happening. It's not real. It is not reality outside of that moment, those virtual eight seconds. But either way, when we do this to ourselves, we find ourselves flat on our back or face down, not knowing if we can get back up. Nobody ever just hops back to their feet in one smooth move, whoop, right back up again. Because the dizzy spins, they prevent it. Nope. We slowly get our bearings. We get up on our knee or knees and do our best to re-enter reality. For now, we go slowly. Spend as much time on our knees as we need to. Realize that on our knees is a very grounded place to be. Let it humble you and at the same time steady you. Because anyone who has ever had vertigo before, they know that being on your knees is a strong, safe, and steady place to be. When you are praying, you never have to feel this way again. And now more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry from page 164. Travel not to go anywhere, but to go. I travel for travel's sake. The great affair is to move. Robert Louis Stevenson. And the guide's point of view on this? There are quotes so obvious, they appear to need not even be said. But I will quote this one, till one day past when I am dead. Remember, no matter where you go, there you are. So what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean guided system, recently, what have you learned that's really new? What have you earned beyond just your immediate reality that wasn't just handed to you? Where are you adding to the world that's outside of you? Now reflect on all of it, respect it, be grateful for it, and before you navigate somewhere next, please like, subscribe, and share this to show you care.
Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share. And navigating your way to something new. And next.